This is KMTT, Kimitzion Tetzay Torah. Today is Tuesday, the weekly shiur of Ramban Allah Parsha. And this week is Parshat Pinchas. And this is Ezubek. The question that arises in the beginning of the Parsha, which Ramban uh, addresses at length, is one which is really uh, a, a difficult problem in understanding what takes place here. God commands Amisel to initiate a war with the Midian and in fact to exterminate Midian as a punishment, as retribution, as vengeance, Nikama, Nikom, because of Midian's role in the story of Benot Peol story which took place at the end of last week's parasha um, where the Jews sinned licentiously with the daughters at, of Paul. The question is that from the story it's clear that we're talking about Moab and not about Midian. The girls are described at the end of last week's parsha, as Vayachel Ha'am is not El Benot Moav. They were the daughters of Moav. Why then is the punishment addressed to Midian, who in the, in the description of the sin are not mentioned at all, and not against Moav, who are not attacked, not punished, even though they were the ones who actually were involved. Ramban, Pasuk Yudchet, uh, offers, I think, a number of explanations. The relationship between these different explanations is not 100% clear, and that's what I would like to discuss. Ramban begins by quoting the Pasuk in uh, this Pasha, where they, the God commands them to do the war. By the Ber Adonai El Moshe Tsaror et Hamidyanim Vihikitemotan. Gather up, surround the Midianim, and strike them. Why? There's a reason given. For they are enemies to you because of their plots, the plots which they plotted against you concerning Pa'ol. Concerning the story of Benot Moav in Pa'or. Va'al, second reason, Va'al Dvag, Kozbi Bat Nesi Midyana Chutama Mukab Yom HaMagifal Dvar Pa'or. And also because of Kozbi, the daughter of the king, the leader of Midyan, their sister, who was killed on the day of the pestilence in Pa'or. The woman who was killed together with uh, the Ish Israel, that woman was Kazbi Batso Rosh Umot Beit Avda Minyanhu. The Jew was Zimri Ben Salu Nesi Beit Avda Shimoni, and she was a Midianit. In fact, she was the daughter of the king of Midian. So, there is a Midianit, one Midianit. The, the, the girls are called Benot Pa'or, but afterwards, 
immediately after the story of the Benot Moab, there's the story of that one Jew brought this one Midianit, and apparently because she was killed, so they continued. The Midian continues to be upset and insightful, and therefore we should strike them. Okay. The man states as follows. It says, Benichlehem. They are enemies to you. They, they annoy, they attack you with their plots which they plot, plotted against you in the matter of Pa'ol. Now, this had not been mentioned in last week's Pasha, that they had anything to do with it. So the man says, Kvar Perashti, he wrote this last week as well, midyan harazot. We see from this Pasuk, and it's hinted at previously, that the idea, the initiative for the promiscuous sin of Pa'ol came from Midian. Remember, we talked about this last week, the Ramban states explicitly that he doesn't actually believe that Bil'am was the initiator. Against Rashi, who says, Lacha Iyatzcha, Bil'am offered an Eitzah to Balak. And Rashi says that was the Eitzah of sending the girls out and, and beginning the story of Pa'or. And the Ramban says he doesn't, that, he doesn't think that that is the Pshat, and that Bil'am was not directly involved. But he says, who was directly involved? were Ziknei Midian. And the reason is because of our Pasha. It says that, So the plotting of the story of Pa'ah took place in Midian. The, the hint is that when the whole Pasha Balak began, it began by Moab speaking to Ziknei Midian. And why? Balak is sending messengers to Bil'am to come and curse Israel. Why does that begin by Vayomer, Moab, El Ziknei Midian? They, they, they went and they said to Ziknei Midian. You see from there that Ziknei Midian were the wise men. When you have a problem, when Moab had a problem, so they went and said to Ziknei Midian, Oh, what should we do? The Jews are too many. So that just shows you that they were people to whom you went for counsel. Ziknei Midian. Ki vahem niti atzu mitchila, vahem natnu eitzah zu Moab, shetiznenna benotami mahem. So the man claims that even though it was not mentioned in Pashat Balak, in the end of Pashat Balak, but it must be that in part of the ongoing conversations, the ongoing consultations of Moab with Ziknei Midian, and I assume Ramban means that Ziknei Midian means not merely the leaders of Midian, but the elders, in other words, the sages, the ones who give counsel, they must have been the ones who initiated and plotted the story of Sham. Although he admits it was not mentioned in the story itself. So that's the beginning of our Pasuk. What is Al Kosbi Batsu? Ramban doesn't say there's anything extra here. No, you, you might interpret to me that after Kuzbi was killed, so they continue to ferment trouble and therefore they should be attacked as a preventive measure. But Ramban doesn't think that's the Pshat. We don't know anything about such a thing. and We're talking about punishment here, not preventive. So he says Va'al Kuzbi means the fact that they sent Kuzbi. One, they gave the Eitzah. They gave the council to Moab to send Moabite daughters. And in fact they volunteered one of their own daughters. 
extraordinary thing, in fact, that they volunteered the daughter of the king, one of the aristocrats, the princess of Midian, was sent to to basically act act like a prostitute, to to commit a public act of licentious uh, uh, activity with one of the Jews, with as it turned out, a the the prince of the of the tribe of Shimon. How do we know she was sent? It's inconceivable that a princess of the kingdom of Midian would find herself on a foreign field unless the royal council, so to speak, the elders of uh, of Midian, had 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 sent her or agreed to her going. It's a foreign field. It's nowhere near Midian. How, how, how did she get there? What is she doing? That happened to have been there at the time of the orgy initiated by Benot Moav. He says, on the contrary, it was an initiative of Zikne Midian. And when they sent the advice, they also sent a representative, a representative woman, to to lead to lead the activities. How did she get there? A vow, the truth must be, she was a very pretty woman. They said, it's a pasuk, not from Tanakh, it's a pasuk from Ben Sira. They said, we'll give them a really pretty woman because she is worth much more than the average Oabite pretty woman. Our woman is much more beautiful. And the beauty of a woman, many Many men will be will be destroyed. Okay, that that's point one in the in, in the Ramban. Why are they attacking Midian? Because they initiated, they plotted the plot. And now he adds, as you know, later on next week's Pasha, when the war actually takes place, it says they killed Bilam, which Ramban discussed last week as to why they killed Bilam. And so the Ramban says they might kill Bilam for other reasons. But he agrees that Chazal's attitude is they killed Bilam for the same reason. And here he says, Bekarovu, yes, it's, it's logical. He's willing to concede. What's the connection of Bilam? Chazal said that he, he actually thought of the idea. Ramban says, well, I don't think he thought of the idea. The Ziknei Midian thought of the idea. But if Ziknei Midian thought of the idea, he might have been included. He was one of the Ziknei Midian. He was on his way home from Moab back to his own land, which is in Aram, north in Syria. But he might have passed through Midian on the way. And since he was a wise man, they probably invited him to sit in on the councils. And so he also agreed. He wasn't the main initiator, that Ramad denies, but if they killed him as well, it's because they killed him for the same reason. What's Ramad really saying here? He's saying the reason why Midian was killed was because they initiated the idea. And if Balaam was killed at the same time, then he was a, also an initiator. That, that makes sense. So it's true that it says in the, in the Pasha that Balaam went home. He went to his home. Balaam says he went towards his home. But he hadn't ever gotten there. Fact, next week's Pasha, war is conducted on the land of Midian, and Bilam happens to be there. He was killed. What's he doing there? The answer is he was had given the Eitzah, he had been included in giving the Eitzah, and therefore he hung about to see how it would work out. 
if you have a good plan, you wait to see whether or not it will take place. Therefore, he's all this time staying in Midian, in the land. End of the first part of the, the Ramban. He explains why they kill Bilam. Kashir ne'amalahem. This is the reference that I wish to uh, pay attention to. Kashir amar lahem. When God said to them, why did the Jews kill Bilam? Don't they need a reason? Or don't they need even more so? Don't they need a license or a command of God? He says, well, what God had told them is to kill all the Midianim because they plotted their plots. Well, since Bilam was also a plotter of the same plot, the Jews understood they should kill him as well. The Ramban doesn't think the Jews would kill Balaam without an explicit license. After all, he, he, he did speak in God's name. I mean, he was a special person. How did they dare kill him? So he says, it must be that the Torah gave them permission. But where did the Torah give them permission? The answer was, I think, and I wish to suggest to you, that what the Ramban is here suggesting is an answer to the question which we will, he will immediately begin to address explicitly as to why Midian was singled out and not Moab. The answer is Moab did the sin. Midian initiated, planned the sin. What Ramban is saying here is that this particular command of God to attack Midian is not because they're sinners. There are a lot of sinners in the world. Not because they're enemies of the Jews. A lot of enemies of the Jews as well. But it's because they were mitnaklim. Kashir ne'malahem kitzorim heim benichlehem kol hamitnaklim mechuivei mita. Lachain himito gamit bilam. The attack, the extermination, the war of extermination, is in fact because they are mitnaklim and I think the hint that Ramban is leaving us with is that it's worse. The fact that there were people willing to carry it out, people who feared the Jews, who were enemies of the Jews, is, is going to be a fact of the world. But the fact that they thought of the idea, and the demonic nature of the idea, to attack the Jews on a moral basis, and not by sword, so it's not that the Moabites were more evil in what they did than other enemies of the Jews. Once they were told to do A, to seduce and corrupt the Jews, they did whatever they thought would work, which was the same as no worse than attacking them by the sword. But the idea, you who said, let's not attack them by sword, let's try to corrupt them, that in fact is much, much, is much, much worse. And that therefore called for a special punishment. Now, what the Ramban does say in the next line is, he points out that the Jews had been commanded not to attack Moab, but not now. Earlier. He says, The Pasuk that said, don't attack Moab, as well as not Edom, as well as not B'nai Amon, was before the Jews approached this land. Because only after they avoided the land of Edom, Moab, and Ne'amon, did they come to Eretz Sichon Moab. And the story with Balak and Bilam and Midian takes place after Vayar Balak ben Sipor et kol asher asa Yisrael la'em mori. 
So this whole story in the previous week's parasha takes place after the war with Sichon and Og, whereas the prohibition, the divine prohibition to um, attack Moab precedes. Why is the man mentioning this? I think the Rabban is saying that there's no connection. God did not say, attack Minyan, oh, but don't attack Moab, and then you look for a special reason. He did say, don't attack Moab, but that was done previously for other reasons, and we'll discuss for the reasons later on. And now, he's not saying, I think you should attack Midian and not Moab. He's saying, I think you should attack Midian. Why? This is my explanation of the Ramban. That Moab is not even a, is, is not included here at all. There's no half a minute to attack Moab. Because we're not attacking all the enemies of the Jews. We're not, we're not fixing the whole world. It's a special and unusual. The point is really that the command to attack Midian is really unusual. Because it's not a political move, it's a war of extermination. It's clearly that it's divine retribution. You go out of your way to attack them. It's not politics, it's not defense. It's, it's an act of divine retribution. And the reason is because Kitsaurim Heim Lachem Because they are masterminds of corruption, of moral corruption. And lest you think that God then said, don't attack Moab for some other reason, the answer is no. It's true you never attack Moab. But that was said way before and has no connection to this story. If you want to know why they're not attacking Moab now, it's not because of the prohibition of attacking Moab. It's because there's no reason to attack Moab. Because the attack is done only benich lehem, and not for the actions. If I'm correct, the Mamban here is saying, or at least hinting, that, at least in some cases, the machshava, nich lehem, the plotting and the initiative is far worse than the actual actions. If someone is looking for a way to... to defend himself against the Jews or to attack the Jews and you give him and you tell him what to do and he does it so he's merely fulfilling that which he always wanted to fulfill to be bad to the Jews but that you thought of this fiendish idea don't attack them by the sword but corrupt them morally that 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 deserves a special punishment or that that God takes personally because he attacked the spiritual basis of the Jews. Whereas the Moab didn't attack the spiritual basis of the Jews. They did in effect. They did in reality. But they weren't set on doing that. They were set on attacking the Jews one way or another. Now, let's continue with the Ramban. The Ramban runs over the previous history to prove that the command not to attack Moab preceded the war with Sichon, which precedes the invitation to Bil'am to come to Balak and therefore precedes the story of Paul. Then the man says, Vani tama. In fact, I find it very difficult He quotes the Gemara in Babakama which addresses this very question but he, the man says, I don't understand it. What does the Gemara say there? Al tatsar et Moav. God told Moshe Rabbeinu as we already pointed out previously Several months previously, do not attack Moab. The Gemara says, Why does God say to Moshe Rabbeinu, don't attack Moab? Since when is Moshe Rabbeinu attacking everybody? 
Why would Moshe Rabbeinu want to attack Moab if God didn't tell him, yes, to do it? Why is God to say to him, don't do it? Does Moshe Rabbeinu initiate his own wars? Moshe Rabbeinu had a kal v'chomer. This kal v'chomer is precisely the point in which we're discussing. Moshe Rabbeinu said, If the Midyanim, who were not the main actors in the story of Pa'or, but they were only accessories. God says, Moabim atzmam lo okay? In other words, the Gemara says the opposite of what I just claimed on Bansas. The Gemara says, if Midian need to be punished, Moab lo okay? Because Midian were only accessories to evil, whereas the Moab, they were the ones who actually, it was their girls, they were the ones who actually corrupted the Jewish people. And Moshe Rabbeinu does that Kavachomer and therefore reaches the logical conclusion that he should, after he attacks Bidyan, he should attack Moab as well. But God says to him, No, Amal Kashbochu, Al Tatsarat Moab. In other words, the Pasuk that says, Do not attack Moab, was said basically, or at least logically, was said now, not earlier. Because it comes to say, even though you're attacking Bidyan, and it makes sense to attack Moab as well, don't do it. Now, what's the reason? After all, it's a good kavachomer. Amalu kashpochu lo kshalal datcha. Shtei pridot yeshli dotsi mehem rutam ovia v'naama ha'amonit. The answer is, you're right. You should kill every single Moavi. However, God has a plan. There are two Moaviyot that God wishes to uh, to people in Moav, to women actually Moav, who have an important role in Jewish history. Rut ha'moavia and naama ha'amonit, the wife of Shlomo Melech. And therefore, I don't want you to kill all the Moavim. Even though it's right and justified and the Kavachom is correct. So God says, Al Tatsar et Moav, special, special exemption to Moav. In other words, the implication of the Gemara is that there is no difference between Midian and Moav. In fact, Moav is worse than Midian because they actually did the sin. And the fact they were spared and not attacked and not exterminated is not indicative of that. There's a special side reason. They should have been attacked. They should have been exterminated. God put it off because He wants to. It simply has a plan. He has two women in a future generations, the great-grandmother of David HaMelech and the wife of Shlomo HaMelech, and they have to therefore live and therefore don't kill Moab. The Ramban says, Ani tama al l'shon agada. I don't understand this, this agada. Bine kodem akal v'chomer his hero Moshe l'moabim. The man's question is, the time frame doesn't work out. Our Tatsar et Moab was not stated at the time that the Kalvachomer arose in Moshe Rabbeinu's head, which was at the time that he was told to attack Midian. Our Tatsar et Moab, do not attack Moab, was stated sev- several months previously. Second question. At the same time it says, Our Tatsar et Moab, it says, do not attack Bnei Amon. But there's no Kavachom in Amon. They had nothing to do with Pa'or. So why did Moshe Rabbeinu attack Amon? No reason. And the Moab and Amon come together here. So it makes no sense. So he says, Well, maybe the Agadah wasn't, didn't think of that. What the, what the Gemara was thinking was that 
God said in advance, do not attack Moab, because he knew that several months later, Moshe Rabbeinu would want to attack Moab after he was told to attack Midian. Okay, that, that's apparently the explanation of the Gemara. But the Ramban says, doesn't make sense. I don't like that explanation. Why is Ramban writing this? I think this is our point. Ramban not only doesn't like the time frame of the Gemara, he doesn't agree with the Gemara. He's using the time frame in order to attack the Gemara, but Ramban's explanation is that the non-attack of Moab has nothing to do with Midian. Because Midian is an attack on platters, on the source of moral corruption. And not those who were actually engaged in it. The source here is worse. The ideology of immorality is much worse than actual morality. It could be this is also true on a moral basis, not just on a political basis. In other words, the fact that the daughters of Moab are promiscuous, the attitude of Chazal towards the Umota Olam is that there's a lot of promiscuity in the world. It's a sin. It doesn't call for extermination. But Midian has an ideology of promiscuity against the Jews. And that's not a sin of the flesh. That's a sin of, of moral corruption. I think that's Ramban's point. And therefore he objects to this Gemara that says Moab is worse than Midian. And he points out it doesn't work out well. So he says, oh, they're not working out well. The Gemara has an answer for God in advance, for some reason, told Moshe Rabbeinu, don't do this. And later on, Moshe Rabbeinu understand why he told it to him. But, but see, the Gemara is not impossible. Continues the Ramban, Umedrash Acher, another source, why are the Midianim being attacked and not the Moabim? Babakamadaf Lamedchet, Mipnei Shamoabim Asu Mipnei Hayira, Shayu Sholalim Otam. This is quoted by Rashi in the beginning of Pashat Masai when the Jews in fact do attack Midian. So it's a good point that the Gemara makes that in fact the Midianim are worse than the Moabim not because their actual involvement was worse. No, again, the Gemara seems to think that the involvement of the Moabim is worse. But the Moabim at least have a justification. They were really worried about the Jews. It says that they, they, they thought the Jews would attack them. For some reason, they, they, they fear the Jews, but the Midianim have nothing to fear. So they got involved for no reason, so that's much worse. Now, Raman doesn't say it here, but in last week's parasha, I think I quoted it last week, Raman said that he doesn't believe that Moavim actually feared that the Jews would attack them. Raman claims that Moav knew the Jews were not allowed to attack them because the Jews had already asked for passage and had offered to buy. And Imran just assumes that the command that God told Moshe Rabbeinu earlier, as we already pointed out, do not attack Moab, was known to the Moabim. So the actual fear, but the Pasuk does say they feared anyhow. But the man is saying that if they feared, they didn't have an actual fear. They didn't have an actual reason for fear. So I think that's another reason why he wouldn't really accept this Midrash, although it could be they feared anyhow, those had an irrational fear. It says, They were just overwhelmed by the presence of the Jews on their borders. I think the real reason why the Ramban, he quotes the Midrash, but doesn't really adopt it, is because he doesn't 
think you need to give a reason. The reason why Midian yes and Moav no is, is a much more essential reason. The Pasuk says explicitly what the reason is. Now the Ramban does say something in his own name. I do have another Pshat reason for Midian rather than Moab. I think the word Od here doesn't go on the Midrashim we just quoted, as Habab Shavel says in his notes, but goes on his own Pshat. His real Pshat is Midian and not Moab because the Machshava is worse than the Maaseh. Man says, I have another reason. To attack the land of Ammon and Moab, not the people, but to attack the land of Ammon and Moab goes against a divine plan. Because Ammon and Moab were given by God to Ammon and Moab. Then it's just living there. Pasuk says, he's referring to Pasuk later on in Dvarim, that this was Yerusha Nitnalahem. Just like Amisrael got a Yerusha of Eretz Kenan, Ammon and Moab received a Yerusha of the land of Ammon and Moab as B'nai Lot because of his relationship with Avraham Avinu. The family of Avraham were given these lands because Lot was a, he was really a good member of the family. He left Chavan and he served Shereit et HaTzadik meaning Avraham he served Avraham he left his his father's land his birthplace at Amor at Beit Aviv at Molodato he was very similar to Avraham Avinu in many ways and therefore God gave him as part of the promise go to another land and I will give you that land Lot went God gave him that land and therefore God did not want to cancel that promise as the Pasuk will later on say, there's a special prohibition on marrying, on allowing a Moabite or Ammonite woman to marry into a man, a Ammonite or Moabite man, to marry into the Jewish people. Why? Because they did not accept you, they did not greet you, they did not give you food and water when you came and passed by that was a sin and therefore they will be punished by being separated on a permanent basis from Amisa. in other words he says it depends on the sin the land to attack him with a war would be to attack the land God protects the land of Moab it's part of his divine promise to the children and family of Avamavino. if they did something wrong it's something else on the contrary if they've been giving their land as part of the promise, and Israel has been giving its land on part of the promise, they should have greeted the Jews. Specifically, they should have greeted the Jews. Because they're there for the same reason that the Jews will be there. They just got there first. But the lands of the Middle East are being given to Avraham Avinu's family who had left Ur Kastim and come here. And you get Ammon, you get Moab, and you, the Jews, get Canaan. Well, you got here first, you should say, oh, you should greet the Jews. They didn't greet the Jews. And therefore, they were punished in a different way. But to kill them, to exterminate them, God is against having a war. So that's a second shot. One is there's no reason for the war because the sin 
the war of extermination is for the sin of Pa'or. And that's not really the sin. They did it, but it's not... The real sin is not theirs. A second reason is, God is against war. For them. Because they haven't given a permanent, or at least a long-range, settlement on these lands, as promised to Ramavinu, Lech Lecha, Me'artzacha, etc. However, if they do things that are wrong, I have another punishment for them, and therefore they are singled out more than any other nations in the area as a prohibition of ever entering into the Jewish into the Jewish covenant. In other words, I think the Ramban here offers he Zach he quotes four different reasons. Well, three explicitly, and one that I think is the real reason. Four different reasons why Midian yes and Moab no. Reason number one, I think, is real reason, but it's only hinted at. The sin of planning the sin, planning decadence, is worse than being decadent. Second reason is the Gemara Bukama that says, save them because of two future women. In other words, they should be killed, but we'll give them a pass. Third reason is because their action is relatively more justified. They did it out of fear, and Midian did it for the fun of it. And a fourth reason the Rabban gives that a, a war involves an attack on the land and the land is theirs by divine fiat. An attack on their persons could be done in a different manner and that would be the prohibition of letting them, letting them marry. I think the real reason the Rabban is the first. I think the two reasons he brings from the Gemara he expresses his ambivalence, he's opposed and knows you can work it out, but he, he doesn't think it's right because those two answers assumed that Moab was in fact worse than Midian, and is opposed to that. And the fourth answer, he says, is in fact an additional answer, but even here he basically ignores the sin of Pa'or. He says they're punished for a different sin, for not creating the Jews with bread and water. But he does add, in any event, you're not allowed, if you want to know why God said, come to answer the question, why did God say in advance, don't attack them? So the answer to the Gemara is, apparently, that in advance, he foretold God that there would be this problem of should they be included in Midian, and in advance, he said, don't do it. But the man says there's no connection, so why, in fact, did God in advance say, don't attack Moab? He said the reason is because it's nothing to do with this story, it has to do with Avam Avinu. God reminded Moshe Rabbeinu that when you get to this area, certain peoples have rights. Certain people don't have rights. The people of Canaan, it's not their land. They're just living there. The people of Mun Moab, it is their land. So we don't attack legal claims. We don't attack people who have justifiable rights. And it has nothing to do, in fact, with the story of Midian. If you want to know why they are not killed for Midian, I think the real reason is the important moral point I think Rabban wishes to make which is perhaps debatable. The Ramban agrees that the Gemara Babakama thinks otherwise. But the Ramban's point is that planning, being committed, being using immorality as a tool is much worse than merely volunteering to be immoral. The fact that the daughters of Moab fact a certain degree of tznias is sad. The fact that the elders of Midian were willing to send their daughters, one of their daughters, and to give the idea to someone else 
to prostitute their own daughters is evil on a totally different level. I think that's Ramban's point. In certain cases, plotting evil is worse than actually doing it. And that's Ramban for this week. We'll be back next week with another episode in Ramban Ala Torah. In this program of KMTT. Kimitzion Tetzei Torah Udvar Hashem Yerushalayim. Kol Tov.